Talking Colorado Mesa men's hoops with Mavs coach Mike DeGeorge on the team. Mavericks take on Western Colorado University Saturday on the Team Sports Network. With us right now, head coach of the Maverick men, Mike DeGeorge. Good morning, Mike. Morning, Jim. Unfortunately, the 10-game winning streak came to an end Tuesday night. You, you lose at Westminster 70-63. Uh, to 63, And, boy, the, the foul line came back to haunt you guys, didn't it, in that game? Yeah, I mean, it's just everything. We just uh, – we were – I just <laughs> – I just thought on Sunday after, you know, we went on Friday at Fort Lewis. We get back super late. Usually Saturday, the next day is kind of a rough day. But I woke up on Sunday and I'm like, man, if they still feel like I do, this could be this could be a tough one, you know. And I just think we hit a wall of fatigue, uh, both mentally and physically, after this uh, really long stretch. Six to eight on the road to, to start after the Christmas break caught up to us. And, you know, the guys just, we had a lot of open looks in that second half and, we just, everything was uh, short, and we just couldn't. We just didn't have any anything left. But I know if, if anybody watched online, it probably didn't look like it. But they were trying as hard as they could. They gave everything they had. We just didn't have anything left in the tank. Yeah, there's just going to be nights like that. Particularly, like you said, you know, coming off a, a really grueling road trip, and you, you go back out, you know, on the road, plan a Tuesday night, which you normally don't do, and that at some point, that's just it's just going to catch up with the team, isn't it? It is, and there there were just lots of factors emotionally, too. You know, just the emotional win on Friday night, and then the bus has this toll on you that's hard to describe. You know, I saw Trevor yesterday, and he was saying, you know, it just felt like we were living on the bus. You know, I mean, these, you know, 10-hour bus rides, or, you know, in the case for both Fort Lewis and, and, uh, and Westminster, you know, it's five hours one day, and then five hours the next day after the game. Um, you know, it just, it starts to take that toll, and then you know, to be in the atmosphere at Black Hills or, or Fort Lewis, you know, in these, these highly motivating games with big crowds, you know, and, and and then to be at Westminster on a Tuesday night after classes have started, there's literally no one in the gym. Um, it, it just, you know, it just, it was a it was a perfect storm. And then, unfortunately, Mac Reneker had food poisoning, and so he was not, you know, he battled the best he could, but he didn't have much to give, and um, so it just was uh, an unfortunate set of circumstances. But when you look at the totality of where we were after the opening weekend, losing to both uh, Mines and Metro and putting ourselves in just a terrible hole to, to rally and, and get our get you know the level of play to the next level and, and go through that next stretch, you know, 10 and one, I think uh, anybody would have taken that. Um, you know, at at the start of that uh, of that journey that we've been on. So now we just got to regroup, and we got six of our last nine at home. We only play uh, one game against Mines and the, against the top four teams in the league remaining, where they all have either three or four. So we just got to right the ship and get back to what we were doing and uh, and regain our energy and be ready for this stretch run. But if we do a great job here, who knows what will happen? And the fact that we got the grueling part of our schedule over early allows us to recover before we head into March in the conference tournament and hopefully the NCAA tournament. Mavericks lose a Westminster 70-63. to Mike DeGeorge, Maverick men's coach, with us on the Team Sports Network. Getting back to what I was referencing with the foul line, you missed 6-7 in the final four minutes. And then from a, a shooting standpoint at Westminster, 41.9%. And you know, before that, you were shooting you know 50% or better in nine of the, the previous 11 games. So like I so said, just 
that that road fatigue kind of uh, set in there certainly uh, with the, with the way your team shot the basketball in that game. I mean, what was the message after the game because it sounds like you're you know the way you approached to Mike is, "Hey, look, we've we've dug ourselves out of a hole here. This is, you know, this is a setback, but it's not unexpected considering what we've gone through." How did the team respond? I mean, obviously a disappointing loss at Westminster, but certainly a lot of things to be ex- still excited about even with that loss. Yeah, uh, you know, I think going into the week, we did not have a good practice on Monday. You could just see how mentally and physically fatigued the group was. And, we, uh, you know, I was uh, pretty frustrated with them. But, you know, on Tuesday, and we took the approach, it's just like, okay, this challenge is real. And I told Michael, if we can finish this game off, this will be maybe the greatest road trip I've ever been a part of. I mean, when you think about the mileage and the quality of opponents and uh, everything that went into it, you know, it would be unbelievable to complete this. And um, and so we tried to take that approach. So post-game, we were really just more like, okay, you know, this was a long, hard road. But now we put ourselves in a position where we're probably going to be on the road in the conference tournament. And then we're probably going to be on the road in the NCAA tournament. And so how are we going to handle that? Like, what did we do? What could we do a little differently? You know, let's just grow from this um, and learn something that maybe can help us in March so that we played our best with maybe some grueling back-to-back weekends on the road. And, you know, so hopefully we can use this as a, as a way to build off of it. But in general, I think we just got to get back to playing with high energy and our legs will come back and shots will start falling again. Well, a guy that's been a constant for you during that, the, throughout that entire road trip, Blaze 3, 24 points on, on Tuesday night. He's just been the model of consistency, hasn't he? Yeah, you know, it's uh, one of the things that's happened during that 10-game win streak is we really tweaked some roles and, and found some role definition and a formula for success. And, you know, it, it absolutely, Blaze has become the centerpiece of our offense. And, and late game, uh, you know, carrying the load, he's confident in that way. And uh, whatever teams throw at him, um, you know, he's been uh, able to, to to digest that and and uh, find success in whatever teams are doing to him. And so, uh, yeah, that's been a big piece of that. And then, you know, we've really guarded and, and been able to defend. And, uh, you know, he's taken his defense to another level, which has really uh, helped the overall team effort as well. Maverick men's coach Mike DeGeorge with us on the Team Sports Network. Maverick's now the number 16 team in the nation back home at Brownson on Saturday for the first time since January 7th. It's, it's been a while since you've seen Brownson as far as uh, an actual game day. You have Western Colorado on Saturday. Uh, they're three and 13, uh, one and 11 in the RMAC heading into the weekend. And it's a, it's a team that's really struggled this season. Yeah. They, you know, they are going to have to, they've been playing with tremendous energy and toughness and they, you know, nothing means more to them than, than beating us. And so, um, you know, they're, this is the kind of year they're having that if they were able to get us, it would be kind of the calling card for their season. And so, you know, they'll come in with tremendous energy. Their talent, uh, you know, is, is they need to do it collectively. And they have a motion offense that they want run with great pace. And then they are playing very hard defensively, and they've been playing way better defensively of late. So we know that, you know, we'll get their best effort. And, but it's really about us. We have to get back to playing, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, with tremendous energy and purpose at both ends. And, and even in the Fort Lewis, when, when you watch the film, I mean, they were doing some things to confuse us and press us, but you know, it wasn't a great offensive night there. And then we followed that up with our, probably our worst offensive night of the year at Westminster. So, you know, we really need to get back to, to doing things the right way. Uh, and so our focus will be on us this week and, 
and being ready to handle their their motion and the pace they play with. Avery Rimbeo has been their, their top scorer throughout the course of the season. He's at uh, averaging about 15.5 points per game. Gino uh, Corderi has been their top rebounder over seven boards per contest. Like you said, it's more of a, a collective effort. It's collaborative with, with the Mountaineers, but Rimbeo and uh, Corderi, uh, Corderi have certainly been kind of the, their, their top two players when it comes to, Mike, uh, individual efforts. Yeah, and Avery's scary. He's about six six, and he's long, and he's uh, and he's very bouncy, and he can get hot. And you know, he's kind of been their secondary scoring option with Ragsdale there the last couple of years, and um, you know now he's getting the primary defensive matchup, and and so it's he's had a good year, but it's also you know been a little harder uh, missing out on on that additional scoring threat. So, uh, but he's very capable of getting going, and he'll be the centerpiece of our game plan uh, in terms of making sure. Uh, we have identified how we're handling him, and and uh, hopefully Mac Renneker is healthy and ready to go because uh, that'll be a great matchup for him. So do we know what Mac ate? And so I can make sure that that I steer. Yeah, clear I don't of know that. if I want to throw any place under the bus. <laughs> okay, we, we won't. We won't do a, that. It was a bad choice from Walmart. I'll say that much. Okay, okay. all right. Well, that's <laughs> ooh. <laughs> that that helps. Well, uh, after going through that myself many, many, many years ago, I, I feel for Mac. Yeah. That's a, that's a miserable thing to go through when you have food poisoning. Well, uh, this Saturday when it's Western, look, even though their record is is not great, it's always a rivalry game, and it has to be. I mean, a great situation for you. You've been on the road forever since the early part of January. You're back home. It's it's a rivalry game, even despite you know what their record might be. It is a, a, a prime opportunity to get things kind of restarted for your basketball team. Yeah, absolutely. And the reality is, is that it, it's you know, it, it, whenever we play them, it's always competitive. And two, it's every game in the RMAC is competitive. I mean, you know, people would look at Westminster and say, "Well, how did they lose that team?" Well, Westminster beat Fort Lewis at home. They've you know they've had a great run at home. They're one of the top teams in the league at home, and so. You know, everybody uh, rises to the challenge, and and every game you got to earn. If you if you're not ready to earn it, you're going to lose in the RMAC on any given night, and and uh, that'll be true on Saturday night. So we need to bring bring the toughness and energy that we know they're going to bring uh, that you got to have in a rivalry game.